you got to unleash the power of the pyramid. What's going on, everyone? This is Rich from One Nation Radio, and I'm here to talk about Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Yes, the main event of WrestleMania 34, despite what anyone else may tell you. I am a step away from saying that some of these folks that are saying this and saying Roman Reigns is not about to win the Elimination Chamber, we're not having Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns the rematch that they've never done one-on-one since 2015. I'm a step away from saying y'all are as bad as Flat Earthers right now. <laughs> I don't know if it's some type of denial um, where you know what's been reported is actually right. Uh, like it normally is for WrestleMania. Um, I don't know if it's a situation where people want to puff their chests out and say, you know, those dirt sheets, you know, they don't know what they're talking about or anything like that. Like, I, I don't know if it's some type of growing sentiment like that. Uh, but I've seen people I'm friends with. I've seen people I read in passing and don't really talk to really come out here on this. Roman Reigns is not about to win the Elimination Chamber match. Like, they don't know what's been reported for the last 12 months. Like, they haven't been watching um, the pieces move all around the chessboard um, the last 12 months. WWE has essentially done every other match with Brock except one. I wonder why that is. You know, and for me, what I think is happening... WWE has realized they didn't have a January to April creative plan that would be fulfilling enough to balance out the apathy or indifference that this match would create by being revealed so early. It's pretty much the opposite of everything they've ever done with Roman Reigns, where they make it really obvious and they're beating you over the head with them. But, um, you know, that's why they let off WrestleMania season with AJ Styles and Nakamura being announced essentially the night of the Royal Rumble. And people were down with it. So, um, and I feel like they really have learned their lesson from 2015 to 2016 to 2017, even where you set your WrestleMania picture, uh, in stone so early that people have plenty of time to dissect everything and it kind of like freezes everything. So what they've done this year is like really smart. Um, one thing to also take a look at the final twos of the Royal Rumble, uh, and the brand split years are typically very telling. So if you want to, we can go back to 2005 with this. So the last two in the 2005 Royal Rumble were Batista and John Cena. So Batista won, main evented, fought Triple H for the world title. John Cena, runner up, fought JBL for the world title. 2006, last two guys in the ring. I want to say. That was Rey Mysterio, Triple H, and Randy Orton. Now, this is like a kind of a weird situation. Ray and Randy Orton ended up in one match. Triple H ended up in another match for the title. 2007, Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. If you want to continue, Undertaker wins the world belt, goes for the world belt. Shawn Michaels the runner-up, challenges for the WWE title. It's kind of a pattern here. 2008. John Cena and Triple H, the last two guys in the ring, they both end up in the WWE title match. I believe Edge, I'm not sure what his deal was in 2008. I wasn't watching at the time. But 2009, Triple H, Randy Orton, those guys were in the WrestleMania main event um, while being the final two in the Rumble, so that's kind of a rare one. 2010, 
Edge last eliminating John Cena. Edge ends up going against Chris Jericho. John Cena ends up going against Batista. 2011, kind of an outlier because you have Santino in there, the final two. Um, but John Cena's WrestleMania program was set up in that match with The Miz, uh, who he challenged for world title. And I believe Cena was in the final four, if I'm not mistaken. Um, 2012, Sheamus and Chris Jericho. Sheamus challenges for the world title. Chris Jericho challenges CM Punk. Um, 2013, not the case. Uh, Ryback, that was a complete disaster, what they did with Ryback. That brings us to 2014, where there's no more two world titles. Um, skip 2014, skip 2015, skip 2016, 2017. The main event of WrestleMania ended up being Roman Reigns versus The Undertaker. And guess who was the runner-up in 2017? Roman Reigns. Um, winner Randy Orton obviously challenged for the WWE title. That brings us to 2018, where Shinsuke Nakamura won. And who's the runner-up? Roman Reigns. That's why Raw has the Elimination Chamber. That's why Braun Strowman wasn't in the Royal Rumble. That's why, like, they did, they put Braun Strowman in the triple threat match to protect him, not beat him, and continue rolling, trying to roll his momentum over. But my fear is that they've missed um, the the moment with Braun Strowman um, with that. Like, it's going to be a lot to ask him to come back from not winning the world title again, which is, that was probably the third time uh, within the last calendar year people wanted to see him win the belt. So they're gambling right now a little bit how they did with Dean Ambrose back in 2016, where people wanted it, but they took it away, and then they gave it to him and people didn't want it anymore so um you got to kind of roll with the waves on this um as far as like john cena and undertaker that one is kind of positioned similarly to uh this one right here because if you look at what john Cena's doing he's doing this hokey storyline of he's not going to wrestlemania he's not going to have a road to wrestlemania if he doesn't you know challenge brock lesnar or go to the or win the elimination chamber mind you what they're doing is, it's like, on one end you got Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, the other hand you have John Cena and The Undertaker, and this one's like a little less like uh, obvious, because he's talking about a dead man and his promos, he's pretty much about to watch the rest of the card get filled around him, come to a situation where... You know, I guess I don't have no match, and then all of a sudden the bell goes off or the gong, and you're off to the races. That's exactly what's happening. And the same thing is it's kind of similar to the Reigns thing. They're having him do a bunch of other stuff in the background or in secondary, like, you know, storylines or, you know, away from, quote-unquote, the main event to try to run misdirection. So... Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Like, I'm not understanding this whole line um, of there's been nothing on TV that tells you it's happening. Because they do a bunch of stuff on TV that doesn't really mean anything all the time. Uh, if you just look at the build-up for the Elimination Chamber, Elias beat John Cena and Braun Strowman in a triple threat match. Do you think Elias is about to win the uh, Elimination Chamber? If you do, I have some bad news for you. Um, to quote Wade Barrett. Roman Reigns also, you know, if you, if you want to go the TV route, um, I'll say this. Roman Reigns was dropping lines about being the only one that could beat Brock Lesnar and saying all this stuff about how he had him beat at WrestleMania 31 with all this type of, you know, weird revisionist history. But this is a company in a sport built on lying to you. So, <laughs> of course, they're not going to come out back in January like, hey, it's Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. They're trying to protect their main event from the negative reactions. 
what they've done this year is the smartest thing. They fool people into thinking what's going to happen isn't going to happen. Then when it does happen, as reported, everything else at WrestleMania will be set up so there's nowhere for any other complaints to go. WWE has checkmated the game with it and fooled a bunch of people in the process. But that's why we watch the matches. 